Welcome to the Transformed Teacher Podcast. I'm Meredith, and I'm here to help you thrive with less stress and more joy. If nobody else tells you today, you rock. Welcome to this episode of the Transformed Teacher. I hope you're doing great. And as your school year comes to a close, I hope you're feeling awesome about how everything went and that you're looking forward to an amazing summer. But maybe if we're being honest, this past year was more stressful than successful. Maybe it was a gripey parent's explosive email that was copied to your principal. Or maybe it was that student or 10 who always complained about not getting an A. Or maybe it was that student that try as you might, you just couldn't reach no matter what you did. Or maybe it was a colleague or administrator who always questioned your teaching style and always seemed to be micromanaging you in a really toxic kind of way. Maybe it was that feeling that you gave your all to the job and you had little to no time for yourself. And maybe it was wondering just how to organize and prioritize and become more efficient so that you don't feel so overwhelmed and drained all the time. So the summer is an awesome time to think about how to plan to do things differently for next year. It's one of the great parts of teaching. And many of us teachers have part-time jobs or side hustles because our teaching paycheck is not enough and we need to supplement it. But we do have a little bit more free time generally in the summertime. And I wanted to share with you three ways that you can start thinking about how you can make next year better. And now this doesn't have anything to do with getting that calendar out or getting that planner out, or going into your classroom, or buying all those school supplies in the Target dollar bin. This has to do with your mentality and your mindset. And I just want to share with you these three ways before you start all the hustle and bustle of planning, so that you can really look at it in a healthy, positive way. Okay, so strategy number one is that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You can look back at your school year and you can look at all of the little successes that you might not have had time to notice because those failures or those seeming failures, those little imperfections or maybe those huge challenges that overwhelmed you have overshadowed all of the good that did happen. So you might sort of look back on this past school year as, oh, that was a terrible year or that was a ho-hum year. But if you can really focus on all of the successes that you can write down, or if you don't want to write them down, you don't have to, but I find that writing things down really helps me see them on paper. Just take time to celebrate all the things that really did go well and all the ways that you were successful. Because sometimes if it means that it was such a bad year and it was such a challenging year that it allowed you to wake up, And it allowed you to have the courage to apply to work at a different school, which I know happened to at least three teachers in my life, then that is a huge success. You you hit bottom and you realize that you needed something else. That's a success. So it doesn't have to be this all or nothing mentality when we look back at this past year. That's strategy number one. This is the second strategy that I have. If you felt like you were less than perfect and the school year wasn't perfect, I have news for you. Your students probably are not even going to remember. I have students in my life who come back and visit my classroom after they were in my class when they were ninth graders, and now they're in 12th grade. And I talk to them, and I get their feedback about what went well last year, what went well in ninth grade, what 
what did you not like? And did, I'm getting ready to do this with my freshman. What do you think? And they'll say, Miss Newland, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember that play. I remember a little bit about Tybalt in Act Three. I remember a little bit about To Kill a Mockingbird and that essay you made us write, but I don't remember a lot of the things you're asking me. The other day, I was with some teaching colleagues out to dinner, and the server came up, and I instantly recognized her. I called her by name. I knew her first and last name. I remembered her as clear as day being in my eighth grade class. And I remembered her class as being just, oh, such a challenging class. It was my first time teaching middle school after six years of teaching high school. And I just looked, it was the last class of the day and she was a great student, but I just thought, oh, what a terrible experience that was. And I called her by name and I said, hey, and she said, hi, she didn't even remember me. She didn't even recognize me. And all that time I had thought that I had totally failed that that school year. And here was a student who was 20 years old and she didn't even remember who I was. And finally it came back to her, but you know, students don't remember. They remember how we made them feel. As Maya Angelou says, people will forget what you said. They'll forget what you did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. So just keep that in mind that the things that you're beating yourself up about, your students aren't even going to remember nine times out of 10. The third strategy that I want to share with you when it comes to getting ready to make next school year great, and this is going to sound a little counterintuitive, but it's to plan for spontaneity, to plan for spontaneity. What does that mean? Well, that means that when you are relaxing by the pool, when you're planning your summer vacation, when you are filling up your schedule, or when you're filling up your schedule with nothing to do at all, that's great. But I want you to also fit in time for just getting outside your comfort zone this summer in whatever way. Maybe that looks like taking a seminar. Maybe that looks like meeting up with a new friend for coffee. Maybe that looks like taking a new exercise class at the gym or trying a different way of cooking or just taking up a new hobby or getting lost, discovering your own hometown. If you can plan for a little bit of spontaneity this summer, sometimes I look at the whole summer ahead and I think, oh, I've got to fill it up with amazing activities for my children. I have all these projects that I want to get accomplished. I'm working on my next book and I'd love to get some of that completed. Just plan for a little bit of spontaneity. Leave room for the unexpected. Leave room for the things that you can't plan, that you don't know are coming. Leave room for those things. And that's going to elevate your emotional vibe, so to speak, so that you can become more available and open to all the ideas that you might have, all the creative lessons that you want to plan. When you, when I am telling you from experience that when you really tighten down and you get strict with yourself about, I've got to have every day of the school year plan next year. It's got to be tight. It's got to be perfect. We all know that it's not going to be, there's going to be something that's going to mess it up. There's going to be something that makes all of our best laid plans go awry. So just relax into it. And the more joyful you can be and the more relaxed you can be this summer, that doesn't mean don't spend any time planning this summer because we know that as good teachers, we have to spend at least a little bit of time this summer planning. But be sure to just schedule in those little pockets of time 
for the unexpected, for those little unexpected joys, those little detours that are going to make your summer a little bit lighter and brighter. So I wanted to share with you um, that enrollment is open for my online course and coaching program. It's called Less Stress and More Success. And this is for teachers who want to leave burnout behind, reignite their passion for teaching again, and have their most successful year yet. Our beta launch is going to start Monday, June 10th. And once you enroll, you get immediate access to all the modules that you can view at your own pace, or you can just watch the ones that apply to what you need most. You're also going to get personalized weekly coaching via Zoom video calls. And this is a chance for you to get your questions answered and a way for me to gently hold you accountable for making progress and to help you get through your stumbling blocks and anything else that's holding you back mentally or emotionally from less stress and more success. And my mission is not to tell you what you're doing wrong and to show you how to do things my way, but to help you get reconnected with your own intuition and all that you're doing right. And I really want to help you embrace and stand proud in the essence of your particular teaching style and values. So the first module is setting yourself up for success in your classroom. The second is setting yourself up for success with students, then with parents, administrators, colleagues. And then the last module, module six, is about setting yourself up for success with your own well-being and self-care. So if you're interested, you can visit the bit.ly link. Um, the bit.ly link is bit.ly backsplash, backsplash, <laughs> backslash transformed teacher. And you can simply enroll that way. So I wanted to let you know about that. And I hope that you have an awesome summer, no matter what you decide to do. I wanted to tell you that I call myself the transformed teacher because I used to spend my summers just really bound to my computer, planning out everything so meticulously. And whenever I did that, it led me to burnout. And burnout nearly had me in its grip, but it doesn't anymore. As a teacher, I used to cry at the end of more days than I care to admit. I questioned whether or not I was cut out for the profession, and I wanted to throw in the towel more than a few times. The way that I found my way out of, of that cycle was by releasing the things that don't really matter and embracing more of the things that do. And in this course and coaching program, I want to show you what's worked for me and what I feel certain can work for you. And like I said, my job is not to talk down to you or show you how to do teaching my way or the highway. I'm really here to hold space for you with all your gifts and all your challenges and help you see the beauty and the wisdom that's already within you so that you can feel reinvigorated about your life as a teacher and a person. Because despite the headaches and the heartaches of the job of teaching, the fact remains that being an educator truly is my passion. So if nobody else tells you today, you rock. And I cannot wait to hopefully see you in less stress, more success. And we begin tomorrow. So I hope that you spend this summer doing whatever brings you joy and less stress. And if nobody else tells you today, you rock. I'll catch you next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Transformed Teacher Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a review and let me know how you liked the episode. And don't forget to visit my webpage, www.thetransformedteacher.com for more tips and strategies to help you thrive as an educator with less stress and more joy. If nobody else tells you today, you rock.